Welcome back to the show. This is the IndyCar Honky Tonk Grand Prix review slash my thoughts on the event as a whole, as a race, blah, 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 blah. Everything regarding the Music City Grand Prix from Nashville this weekend with the NZT IndyCar Series. Um, just going to kind of give my thoughts on it. Um, what I have found via friends that were there, um, via people that have talked about it online that were there, what I saw watching the broadcast, why I initially chose to not go, um, and what could potentially get my money for a ticket if they bring it back next year. Um, so I haven't seen the number today, but the TV ratings did come out yesterday and IndyCar absolutely crushed NASCAR in the city of Nashville. That's huge for a lot of reasons because it was a huge rating, um, first and foremost, and it beat a NASCAR race. So, and the attendance was really high, which is also a big deal. And the event was really well promoted, which was also a very big deal. What lacked was the on-track, um, product in a way. People called it entertaining, um, I think it's entertaining for people who are not your really diehard fans who are invested in the championship race and invested in these drivers, invested in the teams. Um, I'm one of those people who's very invested in the sport of IndyCar racing. Um, so as somebody who wasn't there, it was kind of annoying the amount of yellows that we had to witness and I don't blame every yellow on the track we'll get into that here in a little bit um but first and foremost this is good for IndyCar um even though we tore a lot of stuff up it's still really good for the sport it's good for the exposure and we hit a critical market um with this race so a couple quick things no I don't think going to Nashville Super Speedway would be the same rating, the same crowd. No. If they go to Nashville Super Speedway, that needs to be an additional event, not in lieu of the Grand Prix, unless year two is this bad. So I think the best place to start is what would I change for year two of the race, and do I think a year two is going to happen? Yes, year two is going to happen. Not You're not going to not bounce off of that TV rating for a second year. No way. With the attendance being so high, no way they don't do it again. At least for another year, maybe two, um, to make their money back. Um, so what needs to change? One, I don't think the track layout is terrible. Um, I think the biggest issue that I saw was the restart zone and the start-finish line. Um, and so how do we fix that? I think turns one and two from the start finish line. It was really confusing because the starting line for the entire race was different than the start finish line. The quick right turn or quick left to right chicane coming out of the pits, I think is stupid. I think it's totally dumb. It does nothing for the lap. Um, it does nothing. All it does is bottle things up more. So looking at it, I think the best way to, um, go about that is just ex- completely nix that and go straight into the right-hand turn going onto the bridge. Um, the bridge, the bridge, the bridge, the bridge. Everybody talked about the bridge all weekend. Um, let's take advantage of the bridge. Let's make it more um, of a high-speed zone than what it was. 
um, let's get rid of that chicane. And by getting rid of that chicane, we eliminate any possible pit exit merging issues um, because you're gonna extend the pit lane further out um, you know, onto the bridge. So I think that's a big one um, that I think would, would help with my next issue slash solution, and that is the restart zone. So we didn't have any issues on the tight portion of the track, which is ironic. I think the only thing was the Award and Rossi deal, um, which could have happened at any corner, um, and then the page note issue where he slapped the toe link out of the rear end. Um, but the major issues happened all on restarts in the restart zone. Um, along Nissan Stadium. I know they want the start-finish line right there because you have Nissan Stadium, you have the suites, um, and it's along the pit lane. I don't necessarily think you have to move it onto the bridge. I think what you have to do is move it further down into that straightaway in front of Nissan Stadium. I think um, it's doable. The, on- the only tough part is, is you know, again, you know, you're not going to have everybody around that final corner to take the green, um, but extending that getting rid of that chicane type, you know, left, right deal that I think is kind of stupid, get rid of that. I think it gives you a little bit more room to work with, um, to make that starting, starting line a little bit better. Option number two, you put it on the bridge and make the starting line for this year's race, the start finish line and the restart zone every single time. Um, yes, the pit lane wouldn't be right next to the start finish line. I don't think that's a total, game breaker it shouldn't be um and i think you know i i think that would spread everybody out the start was fine we had no issues on the start um and i think it's ironic that the start had no issues but every restart after that did and i think that explains where the issue is um so those are my two fixes for the track itself um you can't fix stupid decisions and i think willpower made two extremely stupid decisions Um, one of which caused a absolutely unnecessary red flag, um, because again, because of the restart zone, but that's again on willpower. Um, the second one, which also both these were on his teammate, another yellow. So one guy's cost two yellows. He got no penalties for it to my knowledge. I, I need to go back and look, you know, that's just stupid driving. It's, it's silly to push that hard at a brand new race. Willpower is not in the championship hunt. He's just trying to win a race and he started at the back. There's no reason to be doing that. Like, I understand pushing to the limits and trying to get to the front. But in this situation with a brand new track, Will Power is a smarter race car driver than what he showed on Sunday. Period. End of discussion on Will Power. Um, but there's two yellows and one of the reds taken out of the equation just by one driver. Um, the other incident that's avoided is Erickson getting airborne. Um, obviously, it didn't really affect him too bad because um, he won the race. But that issue is avoided with the restart zone getting changed. So there's another yellow, um, that is completely avoided. Um, Dalton Kellett stalling out at the beginning. There's another yellow. So now, okay, we're talking three yellows eliminated of the nine. So now we're at six cautions that are, you know, these are, these are yellows that are caused by stupid decisions. Okay. And, and, and silly things. Um, you know, so that's, that's another, that's another deal. And then the Cody wear self spin was another really silly yellow. So there's four of the nine cautions that I felt like were illegitimate and not fair to judge this race on. Um, everything else, Colton Herta walling it. That's a racing deal. Um, what happened with Pato and Rossi? 
that's kind of a racing deal. It's on Pato, but that's still kind of a normal racing incident um, to happen in a race. Um, what else did we have? The Jimmy Johnson, uh, no, he was in the pileup. I'm trying to think what the other wrecks were. Um, well, Simon made it back to pit lane, um, so they didn't throw a caution there. Um, but I think it was a couple people said this too. Caution laps took way too long. Should not take two laps to sort out a lineup. That was silly. Um, just dumb. So, um, yeah. So I think five cautions, that would have been probably okay um, for the race. And it would have, to, you know, shoot, that's another probably 10, 15 laps we could have added on um, to the actual green flag product just by, by silly things getting eliminated. So both the willpower incidents um, – and the Ed Jones, I forgot Ed Jones kind of kind of muscled McLaughlin out of the way as well. So, I mean, again, we got to muscle some of these cautions up to the guys just making some poor decisions in the race. Um, and I think just trying new things with the new track. Um, not trying to wreck anybody intentionally, but just not using their head. Um, so, for that reason, I'm going to say, you know, we have to be cautious when judging the amount of caution laps. The thing that I had the biggest issue with in the race was the pit sequence under yellow when Colton Herta and some of the leaders went to pit lane um, versus the guys who stayed out that were off strategy. I have a serious issue with the field being able to merge um, after pitting because never in my life of 23 years, you know, of being on this earth and watching auto racing since I was three years old, have I ever seen guys be able to just merge back into the pack um, after a, um, you know, after a caution? You're, you're under yellow. This isn't a green flag stop. Yellow, pitting under yellow is completely different than pitting under green, and it's never been the same thing. So the fact that they were all able to merge into the pack um, was just stupid. I was really, really peeved by that. Um, I think they all should have went to the back. Do I think that would have changed the outcome of the race? No. I think Erickson's car, for whatever reason, was so good over the bridge, and I think that was the crucial portion of the track to be good at um, in the end. But it, it still really rubbed me the wrong way because I think that screwed a lot of guys, and it benefited certain guys that, it sh you know, in theory should not have benefited from that. Um, I think it screwed both McLaren cars. It screwed Grosjean. It screwed Rossi. Um, and it benefited Herta and Newgarden or whoever came in behind him. So, um, yeah, that was dumb. I know a couple of people were like, well, it's not stated in the rule book. Well, something like that, really, in my opinion, like that's just that that's where you have to go back to. What have we been doing for the last 20 years? You know, I can't remember an IndyCar race. We're under yellow, you know, just because the leaders beat the pace car out means they get to merge into the pack. That's silly. Um, that's just nonsense. So, that's something that has to get taken care of with the short pit pit exit by far um, has to get handled because that was stupid. Um, as far as the weekend goes as a whole, um, you know, Colton Herta was the best car. Didn't win the race because he overdrove and wrecked himself. Um, Mark Erickson, a little bit more mature race car driver. He's been driving a little bit longer than Colton Herta. You know, just drove his own race. Won the race fair and square. Um, despite getting airborne, which again is kind of a meme, um, but it's going to be a meme and that's okay. Um, so overall I was, I'm not going to say this is a good race. I'm not going to say it was a terrible race. Um, 
because I think this is something we need to we need to try and help it succeed um, by making the necessary changes. But a um, couple highlights of the race for me um, as far as finishing order. Obviously, the Erickson thing is huge. Um, I think the James Hinchcliffe third place is awesome. I think that's huge for James. You could tell in his emotion how excited he was for that. Um, that's big for him going into a season where he's really got to, you know, this is his last chance of getting a ride. I've heard some rumblings that are very interesting about James Hinchcliffe um, on, on a couple different avenues that I think will hopefully come. Well, he'll get one of the options that I've heard of, I think. Um, so we'll see. Um, that was big for James. The other one was Santino Ferrucci still bringing the car home in one piece in 11th. I think that's huge given the circumstances of this race. Um, award, I think, really dug himself into a deep hole for the championship. Um, I don't think that he's he's not out of it by any means. Um, but yeah, he, he fell back significantly. I think Rossi had the second best car of the day. Got taken out again by Pato. I'm not gonna be biased to Pato on that. He's my favorite driver, but you know that was on him, and it was a decision he made. Um, so. Yeah, that was that was kind of that that might have very well been his championship hopes out the window unless, you know, he really lights it up these last couple of races, which he's not been terrific at the Indy Road course. Um he was pretty good at Gateway, but we'll see. Um it's gonna be gonna be kind of just a situational thing for him. Alex Pelot with a good recovery to seventh after being involved in the pile up. Starting to start ninth. Um you know, again, consistency's kill is killing the rest of the guys in the championship fight for with Alex Polo. I think unless Polo wrecks out of a race and Dixon Award, Newgarden, and Erickson finish within the top ten and gain a ton of points on him, I don't know that anybody's gonna catch him um at this point. I don't think Dixon has had a typical Dixon year. He's been consistent, he's second now, but I just don't think Dixon is gonna be a I mean, Polo Finishing second at Indy is big. Um, and I think the only thing that's going to hinder um, Scott, Marcus, and Joseph at getting back into the championship fight is those Indy 500 double points. I think that's what's going to kill Erickson's chance is he doesn't have a good finish um, to bounce off of like what Award and Pelot do. Um, so I think that's going to kill their their run um, in the end, especially if they have a wreck. Um, so... Yeah, it's it's wild. Um, I've heard so many crazy things as far as silly season goes, um, and I think we're in for a treat. Coming back home again in Indiana in August, I'm excited. We'll be out there all three days of the weekend as well as both days of the BC39 next week, um, which I will try and get some sort of an episode out on on that as well. But. Just to kind of wrap it up on Nashville as an event, I think the event was promoted exceptionally well. Um, I had two friends who had two completely different opposite experiences. One friend who got to go and was in GA and loved it, wished he could have been there all weekend. I have another friend who was there all weekend but was in the dreaded Grandstand 6 that was not finished until Sunday morning, which I have a serious issue with that. Um, I know there has been a lot of discussion about Grandstand 6 on Twitter, And there's been people with media credentials telling people that they should not be upset about that. And I disagree with that. If you have media credentials and you are on pit lane or in a suite, you cannot tell somebody who has driven, you know, let's just say from Indianapolis, that they have no right to be upset and that they should not be upset about that. They 100% are warranted to that. I have 
um, a guy on Twitter who drove from Wisconsin to be in Nashville for this event. His stand was not built until Sunday morning. And for somebody to tell him he has no right to be upset and should not be complaining about it, you're wrong. Like, that's just silly. And so I was so disappointed to see that from a couple people. Um, you know, they're not bad people for saying it or anything like that. But if you if you get media credentials and you get to be in the infield and you get to be around the drivers and you get to go sit under a tent um, and not have to worry about buying a ticket, don't, don't comment on people who have spent their own money on it. And that's, you know, I have a friend who was really irritated by it. Um, because he drove all the way there. He's been looking forward to it. He's had these seats for a long time. Um, and he gets, gets screwed, you know, day one of being there paying for, you know, rooms and paying for food, the outrageous food prices of Nashville, you know, you expect that going there, but you know, there's no reason that his grandstand shouldn't have been built. I mean, end of story. Um, you know, it's not, it's not a bad thing to be upset about it. And, you know, I, again, speaking just strictly on the the two people specifically who I have had contact with about it. One guy drove from Wisconsin, one guy drove from Indianapolis and, you know, both were irritated and rightfully so. So I think that's something in, in, in the racing community that I think, you know, needs to shape up is a lot of people with media credentials like to like to speak for everyone and they can't do that. Um, you know, because, I, I've been a credentials holder at IMS my entire life, uh, almost now. I mean, my, my, I should say my entire adult life. Um, and, uh, you know, I would never go and speak for somebody who doesn't have credentials on an issue, you know, just because I have credentials and, and I've, I've spent the money or gotten them, um, you know, for any other reason. So it, it's just not, a, it's not fair. It's not fair to those people and it's not a good comparison. So, um, yeah, that's just something that's got to get worked out. And, you know, part of that is just the way media is currently. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, have two really close, close-ish friends that had really different experiences. I know a guy had to leave early because of they were getting too hot. Um, and the water stations they promised weren't all working around the track. So there's just a lot of things, but those are things that can get ironed out and hopefully be better for year two. I hope that the year two is better. Um, so I'll be anxious. I'll be in, uh, in the pits next weekend for the IMS race coming up, uh, this weekend for both Xfinity and IndyCar won't be in there for cup. We'll be sitting in the stands. Um, but I'm going to try and ask some of the drivers, um, like, Hey, just be honest. Like I'm a fan. Like I, I want to know your opinion and kind of get, get a couple different guys, get some guys that finished in the front, get some guys that finished in the back and mid pack. Um, and just sort of get a gauge on what do the drivers actually think about it? Cause in the end, that's, that's, who's going to be the deciding factor on is if this comes back as the drivers and the teams, um, so all that to say that is the music city GP. Um, again, not going to, I'm personally not going to call it a good race. I'm not going to call it a bad race. Um, I do agree with the term cluster. I think that's, that's pretty accurate. Um, but I think there's potential for this to be a good thing. We just have to work out, um, the issues. So, yep. Let's get pumped up, uh, for this weekend at IMS. Um, do you want to quick say a quick, um, just thing for, for Bob Jenkins who passed away yesterday from his battle with cancer. Um, you know, I've heard Bob at the speedway, um, since I started going to the speedway at three years old, um, back in 2002, um, or 2002, yeah, 2001, 2002. Um, you know, so I've heard Bob's voice on the PA. It's going to be a little weird. Um, not hearing him, um, didn't hear him this year. Um, but I knew he was there. I did see him, um, in a suite, which was cool. 
Um, and I'm glad that Bob got to go out. Um, his last Indianapolis 500 was a historic Indianapolis 500 um, and a very celebratory and very um, loved winner. Um, that was really cool. And, you know, I think there's a lot that, uh, you know, in the media world nowadays, but you know, these guys like, like Bob Jenkins and Tom Carnegie and Paul Page, these are, these are the guys that, you know, pave the way for what we have now as far as a raised broadcast. So, um, you know, thinking about his family, um, thinking about everybody out at IMS, um, that it's going to be affected by that, but it'll definitely be, um, kind of weird to get used to that. So, um, rest in peace to Bob Jenkins. Um, with that being said, I'm going to close this episode out to get about 20 minutes. Um, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to IMS this weekend, gateway the weekend after the BC 39. We'll talk about the BC 39 in another episode. Once we get the entry list confirmed, I think by the end of the week. So I might try to put an episode out, um, early part of next week, just to kind of gives people some information on midget racing and what we're looking at for that event. So thank you guys for tuning in to the honky tonk grand prix review. And I will catch you guys after Indianapolis motor speedway.